I remember when I was about nine or ten, and the internet revolution was just beginning. And one of my friends invited us to his birthday party, which was to be held at the new cyber cafe, which had just opened in town. Now, living in Aberystwyth, we had never had a cyber cafe before or seen anything quite like it. So this picture developed in my mind of this incredible science fiction style virtual reality place with lasers and all kinds of things going on that looked like the inside of a spaceship and was full of incredible games to play. And of course, when I arrived, I had to work hard not to show my disappointment. It was pretty much just an ordinary cafe with some computers added in and some games consoles set up. We did have a really good time and it was lots of fun, but the reality just didn't match the picture that I'd built up in my imagination. Often, when we read scripture, we find ourselves overwhelmed with stories and images of salvation and transformation. Words like those in this morning's psalm, which celebrate God's great saving power and mighty deeds. And yet we live at a time when the church is facing more and more challenges and reaching less and less people. When the response in our society to the good news of Jesus Christ often can seem overwhelmingly negative. So I wonder this morning, How can we be good news to those around us? What does it mean to share with God in his kingdom harvest? In this morning's gospel reading, Jesus tells those he's sending out that the harvest is plentiful. In the person of Christ, God's kingdom is drawing near, bringing freedom, healing, new life to all those who will come. So the 70 are appointed to go ahead of him two by two into the towns and the villages to proclaim his arrival as heralds of the good news that the saviour of the world is coming to visit in the flesh, in person. They're sent out as they are with no purse, no bag, no sandals forced to rely on God to provide, to open hearts ready to receive them and their message, to open doors for them into the communities that they are going to reach. And they find themselves able to work astounding miracles, healing the sick and sharing good news. The harvest is plentiful. And yet... Today, it's usually the second half of the verse which grabs our attention more. But the labourers are few. Often, when we think about mission, about sharing good news, about bringing social transformation, we find ourselves intimidated. The reality simply doesn't match the picture that today's gospel paints. It's often hard work for very little fruit. It's easy to become jaded by negative experiences. When we try 
to speak about our faith. We step out, but the response is negative or belittling. When we witness family after family coming forward for christenings, but not returning. When we put all our energy into big projects and plans, which don't come off the way that we'd imagined. In a world where it can so often seem that no one is listening, sometimes we attempt to shout even louder, trying to compete with all the other voices in our society which are vying for attention. Or it's easy to just give up and stop trying altogether. And yet Jesus' method of choice isn't about shouting louder. There's no great Billy Graham crusade in the Gospels, no stage show with sound and lighting, no supply train following on behind the 70 to supply all their needs. Just ordinary people sent in pairs to go and love others. Jesus sends them as they are, and he sends us as we are. Not for what we can bring with us, not for what we can do in our own strength, but for what he can do in us by the power of his spirit when we rely on him. As Paul writes in this morning's epistle, you reap whatever you sow. When we sow in resentment, negativity, suspicion, we shouldn't be surprised if that's what we reap. But instead, if we sow to the Spirit, we reap eternal life from the Spirit. If we truly believe that God is at work in our world, that Jesus really is who he says he is, then we can trust that when we do his will, he will prepare the way for a harvest, however hard the ground might seem to us. As Paul continues to the Galatians, So let us not grow weary in doing what is right, for we will reap at harvest time if we do not give up. So then, whenever we have an opportunity, let us work for the good of all. God longs to work through us, to bring healing, wholeness and new life to others in body, mind and spirit to speak words of comfort to those who are suffering, to be a listening ear to those who are lonely and isolated, to offer the light of new life to those who are stuck in spiritual darkness. So, my friends, will we step out? Will we make ourselves vulnerable in order to play our part in God's mission? Are we willing to risk being rejected? to risk making mistakes, to risk our plans not working out quite how we'd imagine them in order to catch a glimpse of God's great kingdom harvest? Are we willing to roll our sleeves up and get our hands dirty in order to bring the possibility of new life to those who desperately need it? In my very first sermon here in All Saints, going back 18 months now, I shared a quote from Pope Francis as he began his papacy. He said this, 
I prefer a church which is bruised, hurting and dirty because it has been on the streets rather than a church which is unhealthy from being confined and from clinging to its own security. It takes courage to shake off our hurts and bruises, to risk being hurt, to lay down our pride and get our hands dirty. But that is nothing more and nothing less than the way of love which Christ calls us to. So, as we hear his call this morning, may we learn to rely on him and find the courage to share the good news with those around us in word and in action. Amen.